blue hole. Hey everyone, time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content, invites to special events. We've got one coming up in two weeks. We're going to have a patron party. So join us then if you are a patron. And tonight you can become one. Those special events are only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level. That's just $3, $3 a month. Well, here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. Well, uh, before we get to news, we do want to mention that tonight we're doing a couple giveaways, and that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. <laughs> and, and the prize is not the wife's cat, as much as I tried no. to commit you to, but you wouldn't let me do it. No. We've got other prizes to give away tonight. Um, okay. Over to you, Charles. Sorry. No, it's all good. All right, gentlemen, um, thanks for that, and time for some news. Do, 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 do. Oh, let's add this in here. Nice. This goes, this goes right along with tonight's theme. Yep. Um, but Puzzle Talk merch is available in the Geocache Talk store. So you can go to geocachetalk.com and click on, we've changed it, so I don't think it says store. I think it says shop now. But up at the very top of the homepage for geocachetalk.com, click on the shop or store tab at the top. Or you can go directly to the store by, by either A, uh, scanning this QR code that's on the screen in front of you. Or you can go to chromiaprint.com slash collections slash geocaching. Perfect. And so that will get you over to the Geocache Talk store where you can get some Puzzle Talk and other Geocache Talk merchandise. Yes. Um, the, oh, the Puzzle Talk coins are all gone. Man, there's hot mm. sellers. Mm. Hot sellers. Don't, mm. don't worry. Your chance to win one of these coveted blue coins right. is, coming, is coming up later in the show. There, there may um, be a few held back. There may there, be a there couple might available. Be. Um, also wanted to say that the Puzzle Talk podcast Instagram account is going strong. Right now, I'm showing puzzles that were created for the Moga Mega on the event. So if you were at the Moga Mega and took part in the puzzle challenge 
and you didn't understand what some of the puzzles were or how to solve them, pay attention to our Instagram feed. We'll be going over some of those puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, and then in next week's show, we're going to go over the puzzles. Um, so next week's show is going to be the Moga Mega puzzle caches, but we're going to go over some of those and give you a sneak peek on our Instagram page. Um, and if you were part of the Moga Mega event and didn't know how to solve them, if I post one that you didn't um, understand how to solve or didn't get a correct answer to, hey, shoot me a message through the Instagram service mm -hmm. and uh, I can help you through. Or you can hang out and watch next week's show where we explain how to solve all of the puzzles that were part of the Moga Mega event. Perfect. I, th I think for next week's dinner, I'm going to go get some Migas tacos. Oh, sort then of like I'll have, a, I'll have a Moga Mega, Moga Mega Mega meal. Right. <laughs> that's hard uh, to say. That's it. So, so check out our Instagram page. If you would like, we post, I try to post a puzzle or two every week on there. They are simple puzzles that you should be able to solve from the comfort of wherever you're viewing your Instagram feed from. But that is Puzzle Talk Podcast on Instagram. However, if you don't solve it, the world doesn't come to an end. Don't feel bad. There are other puzzles. That's right. There's more to go. There's more to come. Right. More. Just because you, you couldn't solve one doesn't mean you can't solve the next one. That's right. You can always reach out to me through the Instagram service. I'm more than willing to tell you whether you got a, a correct answer or not, or you can post on the picture and uh, I'll confirm or deny. Um, and then once the picture has been up for a while, if people come back and say, Hey, how do I solve this? I'll walk them through how to solve it as well. So no big deal, but the Instagram page, check it out. If you have Instagram and uh, we will see you over on that. Now we're going to toss this hot potato over to Gary. Uh, he's got the last little bit of news. I do. Up into the show. So uh, we, we weeded through all of the folks that sent us information. Uh, and we picked somebody f to be a social media manager for the network. Is this the one that stapled 20 bucks to the application? Yes, of course they had to. If they didn't, we might have lost their application. I don't know where it might have went. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows where it might have gone? Some sort of file 13 that I think will will keep track of all that. That's right. Um, so he's actually not with us tonight because he's at a CETO. So, you know, more power to him for, for doing that. We'll forgive him for that. We'll forgive him for that. But the the person selected for the in the the job of social media manager is John McCune, also known as the Pizza Ninja. So congratulations, John. He is uh, fired up. Getting He's ready to go. So um, we're going to be meeting with him soon to give him the keys to the kingdom on the social media side of Geocache Talk. And he's going to be firing away with good info, Instagrams and tweets and 
Facebook <laughs> posts and all that. So he's going to get yeah. us all up to speed. Now, is he the pizza ninja because he stealthfully sneaks in and steals pizzas or because he cuts them with his samurai sword? I think he's, I think he, that's how he slices them. Oh, yeah. Pizza ninja. <laughs> Got the katana. All right. That's that's the end of that. So, oh, uh, back to you guys. All right. So, Tom, what's tonight's show about? Uh, usually an hour and a half. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Be here all week. Try the veal. That's right. All right. So. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, you, you open the door for me. So, next time I see you. <laughs> yes. Exactly. What, is, what is what is the topic of tonight's show? <laughs> scannable codes. And although we mentioned QR in the title, we will talk about some other scannable codes. Because there are many. Now this is not that game. We're talking geocaching. That's right. This if is not the M the M game. game. Where you M scan game. little QR codes. That's right. You can go play the M game. Go go play it to your heart's content. But this is geocaching, which I find fascinating to combine the two. And I haven't seen it that often. Have you guys seen a lot of... I think that this is sort of a area that's not used a lot that could be utilized. Yeah. Um I just don't see it. You don't find a lot. I've got a couple examples in the show notes that we'll share at the end, but um, yeah, I found visiting, a couple. visiting vet tech out in East Texas mm -hmm. has yep. a series called smartphone cache or smartphone caches. Yep. Where you have to have some type of smartphone um, to scan a barcode or a QR code. I think one of her, she's got a series of four or five of them out. Yeah. Um, and you have to have a smartphone to scan something there. I think one of them is an NFC tag and the others are, she printed off some barcodes and laminated them and got them mm -hmm. stuck on something. Yeah. Um, th those came to mind. Cause those, I think that was the first time I saw them was in Tyler when she had those. Yeah. Um, I've got, I found a couple up in Anchorage on my visit up there nice. where the guy put a QR code right on the, right on his cash page. Cool. Um, and so I've seen those. I've seen a couple of NFC tags and and laminated QR codes in the St. George, Utah area. Oh, neat. Um, and then Tom has in the show notes a bookmark list of caches that utilize U QR codes, um, whether they're on the cache page or or not. I, I didn't. I went in and looked at a couple that Tom would. Where did you find that list? I, I didn't. I think Gary did. Uh, yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, Gary that was a list. Oh, I missed. I misspoke. No problem. But there is one I I I'm really uh, will highlight later that I thought was interesting that they combined a couple of things together to make it even more unique. So we'll get to that one later too. But um, yeah. yeah, you mentioned NFC. We'll have to talk about that here in a minute too because that's. Interesting. We're not talking about just QR codes. It could be other codes as well and different types yeah. of codes. 
so, so any type of scannable um, puzzle, but we'll get into it. So tools for tonight. Um, there are a couple of links in the show notes for the geocaching toolbox. Yes. Um, they've got a QR reader and a QR generator. Um, so those are both um, mm -hmm. in the in the show notes. And then there is a link to barcode-generator.org, right? So .org. And that website is one that I have used. Um, I have a barcode puzzle that's on our Instagram feed. And so the barcode generator.org will um, allow you to make a, a plethora of different types of scannable codes. You've got to go through and see if your phone will scan them because your phone won't scan all of them. Um, but it is a good resource for a, a wide variety of different types of scannable codes um, all of which we mention in the show notes, except for, I believe, the Microsoft tag at yeah, the end. Not, yeah, that's not supported anymore. Well, right, but it's the only one that's on the list in our show notes tonight that is not on that barcodegenerator.org website. Okay. Um, but if you go in and do a search for... Microsoft tag generator. There is a website that you can use and um, to create one. I, I went and looked at them because I didn't know what it was either. But they're kind of these funny, they got multiple colors and they're oh, triangles. Wow. It kind of was a weird looking tag. But now that, I, you know, as much as I deal with IT stuff, I, I have seen these tags. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you could scan that. <laughs> so, um, huh, interesting. I, yeah. I tried looking for a scanner for it on iPhone, and I couldn't find one. So I don't, I don't know if there is one anymore. Yeah, who knows? Um, the toolbox so, thing—they got a couple. Which is days. a shame because it's a, it's kind of a cool looking little thing. Yeah, it's a cool looking tag. Um, I'll see if I can pull one up so that we can show it. Mm -hmm. um, for the for the visual watchers uh, while the show's going on, but um, the geocaching toolbox has um, some great resources for building QR codes and um, whatnot. So check that out as well. Um, so I guess let's dive right into it. Um, types of scannable codes, and uh, Tom, you created the uh, the show name, so. We'll start with the first nope, one. No, nope. oh, was that Gary? Gary, also? Came, Gary came up with a name. I was about to send him a different name for the show, but you didn't like crazy Q R A Z. -Y. Well, I was gonna like scanning for intelligent life or something. I like, like that too. Oh yeah, swinging <laughs> the subtitle. Man, I'm zero for two tonight. I'm just the next thing I give attempt to give you credit on. It's going to Gary anyhow. No, from now uh, on, it's, it's uh, until you get to the bottom. All this is is Tom's uh, info. So, all right, I so did not know. What, I did not know what QR code meant. That's cool that he found that. Oh, you didn't know what that meant? I did not know. I did not all know right. where QR came from. All right, Tom, go ahead. Well, you know, I don't have it in the show notes. The very first one of these I found, but I remember the name of it. It was called Act Fast. 
Oh. Act fast. Act, okay. act, act fast. Yeah, quick response. Act fast. Oh, oh like A-C-K ah, for ah. acknowledge? No? No, A-C-T. Oh, act. act fast. Which is quick response. Oh, gotcha. Quick response. Oh, and all it was was that title in, in, the, in the code <laughs> and, you know, never seen one before what was it and i got to thinking i don't know how i got the thing scanned i think at that time because i don't i don't know that i had a smartphone at that time it might have been that i had to download the picture and then because it was on the cache page i bet i download the picture took the, the um address and put it in an online reader okay but so QR code is an abbreviation from quick response code. Quick response. And it's a type of matrix barcode or two-dimensional barcode invented in 1994 by the Japanese automotive company Denso Wave. And you know, hmm. I should have looked up and seen what they do because I've never heard of them. They make, they make little Japanese vehicles. Or parts for I don't know. <laughs> that's that's like going to Europe and saying a Peugeot. What's a Peugeot? Well, um, they are a subsidiary that produces automatic identification products, barcode readers, and related products. Industrial robots, programmable logic controllers. That I know. PLC. There you go. They are noted for creating the two-dimensional QR code or a member of the Japanese Robot Association, blah, blah, blah. So that's pretty cool. You know, to be, it'd be cool to have been an inventor of something like that. I don't know how you come up with something like that. I mean, it's kind, yeah. of, kind of a strange looking thing. Um, Denzel <laughs> And they've evolved over the years. If you look at the wiki page, I didn't put the link to the wiki page because I figured everybody knows how to use wiki. They've evolved some over the years and gotten bigger and better. So yep. the maximum storage on one of those things, as they are today, or at least as the wiki page said, I'll believe it at that, because who knows, they may be behind. Yeah, by the time somebody listens to this three years from now, it might change, who knows? It might be a bazillion. But right now, it's it's you could put 7,089 numeric characters, wow. 4,296 4, alpha characters and that includes symbols so wow. you got quite a bit of space in there to write something <laughs> that's for you, sure you could you could put more than a web address which is kind of what you see them for like when you go to mm -hmm. best buy or um mm -mm, yeah those websites Depot or someplace like that you know <laughs> the qr code <laughs> it won a prize by the way in the media for industry category of the Good Design Award. This was in 2012. How about that? Should have. I mean, yeah, pretty it genius. It, it, it took them a while to get there. You know, almost almost 20 years. It took them 18 years to get an award for that. <laughs> they should have gotten one long ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Um, all right. So the places that use them because, and and I think if I read it in the wiki page where. They put them out there for people like me who don't want to get bugged by salesmen right away. I want to do it myself, and I can just scan the thing, read all the stuff, and then when I'm ready to ask questions, hey, dude, come over here. You know? Yeah. Or do that, as the case may be. Yeah. 
one thing that I always found interesting is when you see one that has writing in it. Yes. They, they now have got to where you can put like a picture in the middle. Bless you, Gary. And you can put a picture in the middle or you can put um, a, a word or letter symbols right in the middle of them. Um, you know, everybody who um, uses the uh, photo application on their phone called Snapchat gets, mm -hmm. um, you know, your little uh, name is your picture in the middle of a QR code. <laughs> I'm showing one that has a hamburger in the middle of it. Yeah. And, um, um, and I have, cool. I have used QR codes. If you've, if you've been lucky or unlucky enough to find one of my cards um, that I leave in geocaches, it has a trackable on the back. Right. Um, but also has two QR codes, one to my Twitter feed and one to my personal Instagram page that I post all kinds of crazy stuff on. Um, but um, so there's a oh, couple yeah. of, of resources for QR codes takes like you to um, my social media feeds. Um, if you found um, some of these, I've, it's got a trackable on the back. So it's always kind of neat when I drop them someplace and I get this, um, <laughs> a fine from somebody, you know, right. often, you know, you know, Idaho somewhere, you know, that's like, yeah, I found your card logging a trackable. Thanks. And then, <laughs> you know, like within a day or so, I have an extra person following me on Instagram or on Twitter. Right. So it's, uh, it's kind of fun to see, but, uh, easy way to, you know, to get some of these mass produced and, uh, out so that people can quickly get to you just by scanning, um, a business card. So, yep. Uh, Josh saying he can, he, he put a QR code on the laminated cards. I attached to my travel bugs quickly scan directly to the travel bug page and the goal. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually really smart, especially if you're, you know, if you get some trackables that get dropped at some big events, somebody mm -hmm. just scan it. No, no, go in the other direction. You know, so yeah. that's, that's actually genius thinking. Yeah, I can't take I can't take that bowling ball. It doesn't want to go south. <laughs> which horrible. I can't which I can't believe you got well, I do I do believe it, but you you left those, but actually you didn't leave them because people picked them up. People picked them up. Now there's a lot of other ones that were weren't picked up somehow. Or they were I'm sure they were picked up. I have to ask Ryan. I don't think he I don't I think, think he, we, everything we picked, left. Yeah, everything, everything left. left. Now we took a bunch of them right at the end. But they're not and, long, right? and, and went and dropped them all in like an Audi Olson, <laughs> one of his large caches with an ammo can in it. So, right, dropped them um, all in there. Most of those, everything left. If it was on the table at the end, we right. picked it all up and it left and it went to a cache. That's um, good. That's, a, so, that's the best you can do, really. Yeah. So any of the, if there's a travel bug that's still in the event or was left. You know, that's, uh, yeah, that's still in the event. That means that somebody picked it up or somebody and hasn't logged it yet. So yep. it's it's in process. But everything that was left on the table at the end, we picked up and dropped in an Audi Olsen cache there in, um, there in town. Yeah. 
Jeff pointing out the technical reasons why images can be added in certain positions of a QR are fascinating. That is because you're thinking you put a thing in the middle of that and you just ruin the whole code, but somehow it reads or reads the, the parts around it. But if there's that much space, I can see where if you don't want to use, if you don't have to use the whole space, right. It'll use well, the outside portion of and, it. And that goes back to what Tom was saying, where you can put seven, almost 7,100 numeric characters in a QR code. So, right. You know, if it is digitizing all of that stuff and put building the code specifically to the numbers that you put in, the center of the code may not be used unless you are using a really large amount of data in it. So yeah, that that could be one reason why the centers are I'm taking a I'm just stabbing the dark at this because <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, it could be, you know, one of the reasons why. Uh, you can get pictures in the middle is because it's not using all of the data that it can host in a QR code. Right. So the one without the picture in the middle might give the history, the name of the restaurant and the whole history of it. And the one with the picture in the middle just says, eat meat at Joe's. <laughs> That's right. Drink World's more, greatest chicken fried steak. Drink more Ovaltine. Well, which, yeah, we know where that, that isn't. Right, <laughs> That's right. We we know where Texas's greatest chicken fried steak is not at. Is not at. So, all right. So scrolling on down to the next one on our list, which then gets broke down into multiple subtypes, which is the code that everybody is aware of. Barcodes. The barcode. barcode. That's so right. So barcode rule number one is always tip the waitress. Rule number two is use right. a coaster. Oh, oh, not that kind of barcode. Not that kind That's of barcode. That's right. Okay. But those See, are barcodes that, that you are right. Um, yes. So, yeah. So um, the barcode comes in many types. We're going to cover, what, four, five, six, seven, seven of them. Is We've got four and then we go into others, but the Aztec code is a type of, eh, anyhow, we've got four in this basic category. So um, the code 128, um, that is the, um, that is one type of barcode. So if you go to the uh, website that we had listed, the barcode hyphen generator dot org, um, it has all of these as a drop-down menu that you can select, and we'll show you that website here in a bit. But if you go to barcode-generator.org, um, it gives you all these multiple types that you can do. Know that if you create a puzzle cache using one of these, that you need to double-check that, A, your phone can scan it. Mm -hmm. um, and you might want to send it to some buddies who have different types of phones and different apps on their phones just to beta test it a little bit and see whether they can scan these codes or not. Because one of these codes that I created that we'll throw up in the show here in a bit, um, I can scan it easily with my iPhone. Um, but Gary and Tom couldn't scan it either one. So just know that going into it. So yep. um, there is a code. Mm -hmm. 
was that? Trisha said she's done a barcode. Did you mean you created one, Trisha, or did you you did you like found a barcode cache? Well, that's that. So go ahead. So the uh, code one twenty eight. Um, it has a character set of ASCII, right? ASCII. What's an ASCII? ASCII. ASCII. A-S-C-I-I. That's right. <laughs> and then American, American Standard Code for Information Interchange. Ooh. That's right. Get the big I, brain I, on Tom. I paid attention in computer class when high school. That's have. right. So um, this one uses um, uh, ASCII code uh, character set. Um, the length is variable, though it does have in parentheses unlimited. So you should be able to have an unlimited number of um, things uh, in the. Yeah. So there's the code 28 and a code 39, the first two. And those are the yep. first two barcodes we're going to talk about. So. Yeah. Um, but, um, and then, so jumping right over to the next one, the code 39, it has a, and some of these are specific. So you got to know this going into it. Um, the character set for a code 39 barcode is zero through nine, A through Z, okay. plus, minus a space, right? Because a space mm -hmm. is, a, is a character, um, a asterisk, the dollar sign, a slash, and a percent sign, right? Oh, wow. So okay. you can't. So you can't have an ampersand in there. I know gotcha. that's the. That's the. Uh, or you can't have an exclamation point, right? So it's limited to what you can input into it to get out of it. Gotcha. Right. So if you're going to write a sentence, right, or the code word for uh, that somebody needs to put into certitude or the mm -hmm. uh, coordinates for the next stage or the final or what have you, just bear in mind that not every character works with every type of barcode. And so that some of these are limited. So that's why we're telling you, um, you know, that's why we got these in the show notes as to which types of characters each barcode is able to accept. So that A to Z, that's just uppercase, right? Most likely. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to guess because of the limited character stuff. So if I were going to use that, I would use that for maybe something where I'm using putting out one word or two words or like a something to dump in certitude. Right. Yeah. If I'm going to tell, tell a story or something where I've got sentences just to have it more readable and not sound like I'm yelling at you the whole time. <laughs> I'd use the 128 one because I can use lowercase. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, and so putting limits on them, uh, that goes to the, the, uh, well, so the code 39 is an unlimited length as well. As long as you stay within the character set parameters that are set out to it, zero through nine, A through Z, the plus and minus symbol, asterisk, dollar sign, slash, and a percent, um, and then a space, right? So as long as you stay within those, you can write whatever you want. Right. Um, and it, in fact, the barcode that I'll bring up 
here later is a, a code 39 uh, barcode. So we're going to bring it up and see how many people um, can get it to scan through the computer. I can get it to scan off of the screen. But again, we're, we're going to see for the visual watchers and listeners, um, if you can scan it, it gives you a set of coordinates. And then if you can tell me where that set of coordinates takes you. Yes. Then the very first person who can accomplish that, I'll mail you one of these blue coins. Ooh. So knowing that now, mm -hmm. you might want to open a new tab and go to this barcode um, and, and see if you can find you um, an app. Um, and see if you can read these code 39s. Um, it, there is an app on my phone that I use. Let me see if I can get all of this and, over here. And what's bizarre is I've got the same one, but it must not be updated. You can do it on your phone, Trisha. Oh, she's on her phone. She's, she's watching on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's okay. Cause we're actually going to give away two coins and we'll talk about we'll the second one later. Um, all right. So let me giveaways plural. That's right. But yeah, it's weird that, uh, and then it comes up and says, are you enjoying your QR reader? Like, no, I'm not enjoying it. Cause it doesn't work. <laughs> right. Not. No, I'm not enjoying it. I used to use it. Uh, but for some reason, it's not wanting to cooperate. I don't know if it's the version. I think I'm on the latest version of it. That's another story. That's for another show. So this is the app that I use that Gary has. It yeah. works for me that for whatever reason doesn't work for him. Bizarre. Right? It's, it's odd. But it's just called QR Reader. And it will read barcodes it will read qr codes it will read the aztec code that we mm -hmm. get to it will read the upc codes that is the next barcode type that we're going to talk about so um all of these different types of um qr of these scannable codes scannable barcodes of some type um i have been able to scan with my phone um, which is on a, an iPhone 11. Um, yeah, I've got this, an iPhone 11. This, yeah, with this app. So I'm showing 8.2. That's the version oh, I currently now you're, have. Now you're going to make me get in and look at I this. know. Now I'm going to make you do something. God, I don't even know how to do that now. I went um, and I downloaded it where the, the latest bug fixes was uh, a month ago. Yeah, um, I'll get in here and look at it here in a bit and see if I can figure out which version of this I have. It, it can't be that hard. No. Oh, here we go. Oh, if you drop, do the drop down and then go to the very bottom of this thing, it tells you somewhere. This is riveting, by the way. Mine says version 2.0, the one I downloaded. No, that's a license. So, 
Um, but that app that I showed that's called QR Reader, get into the uh, App Store, see if you can find it. Um, yep. If you can find it, download it. It's free. Um, and then it'll help you with one of these um, things that we're giving away later today. We've got uh, we've got a couple of giveaways, and so that's going to be good. Um, yep. All right, so the next one that we're going to talk about is the uh, UPC, or the Universal Product Code. Everybody in the world has seen one of these. It's on the back of your payday bar. That's the barcode with the numbers at the bottom of it, right? That's a UPC code. Uh, it's a universal product code. Um, it This one is really odd because it has a fixed number of characters that you're allowed to input into it, and it only accepts zero through nine, right? Which is only, interesting, yeah. Only does numbers, and you only get 11 of them. Right. Huh. So so when you're sitting there looking at this and you're like, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you got the number at the very end. Right. So you, you've got your God, that's horrible. Um, you've got your 11 characters that it's allowed to. There you go. So the, one. the zero at the front doesn't count as, as from what I understand about this. And so you got the first five digits. Then the second five digits and the numeral at the very end, the two or whatnot, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a nine on my payday bar wrapping right. right here. Um, those characters count. So, meh, there you go. Yeah, it's got like a beginning and middle and the end. If you look at the beginning, there's two lines that look a lot like the two lines at the end, but they also look like the two lines in the middle. So, yeah. like you were saying... I guess it's 10 digits, right, Charles? Five and then five? Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, it uses the other two, probably. Yeah, at some level, it's got to. It says that it's a fixed length of 11, so somewhere they've got to be able to squeeze in a, another digit. That's what I'm thinking that two at the end is because the I've got several UPC wrappers yep. here or codes on my desk i've got some batteries and whatnot and it's yep. a zero at the front on every one of them um let me look at this one yep a zero at the front a zero at the front a zero yeah so all of mine have a zero at the front ah. um you know oh so there you go darren you see this darren says he just created one that uses the first digit but not the last oh okay ah. so there you go your results may vary. It's right, but interesting. Interesting to know that that it it's it, it can be slightly different. Um, well, I'm going to tell you that for tonight's another show. That's another show. Has a six at the front and a nine at the end. Oh. Oh, that's right. That's your for tonight. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Four two eight six zero three zero zero eight zero, and then a nine. Yeah. Huh. What was that that you're drinking? One I should have saved for the weekend because I forgot this is a barley wine. Nemesis. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be my nemesis. 
And so, and then the Don't last down topic, this one in a hurry, unless you want me to say all kind of weird stuff. Oh Lord, have well, mercy. we're looking forward to that too. Um, and then the last type of the barcode on here that got added by Gary um, is the PostNet, um, which the U.S. Post Office uses. They have their own special little barcode that they put on stuff. Um, and so the next time you check your mail that you got from the USPS, there's a special barcode on it that is called PostNet that the U.S. Postal Service uses, and I have no idea anything about that. Actually, I put that on there. I just didn't put all the character length and character set stuff. No, I told you the next time I was going to give somebody credit during the show was going to go <laughs> was going to be Gary. Yeah, that was. Uh, but yeah, oh, I, you're I, batting a thousand. You've been wrong every time. <laughs> Tom put that in there, not me, but that's okay. So, uh, welcome, Pizza Ninja. We talked about you earlier before you were at the Cito. So you're the that you're the social media manager for Puzzle Talk and the official pizza cutter. And the, yeah, he's a cutter of pizza with the ninja <laughs> katana or whatever. We don't know why you're called Pizza Ninja. I'll have to tell us someday. That'd be a good social media post, wouldn't it? It would be. That's right. Um, all right. So now we're going to get into. Oh, that's a, a good of, question. A couple of on other the, codes. The, what? What's a good question? Tell me, Tom. I wonder if the last digit is a checksum. Okay. No, it can't be. No, because I've I've got a one zero seven zero zero eight zero seven two two, and the last digit is a nine. So unless those add up to like nineteen or twenty nine, um, you know, but I mean it's but who knows at this point? We need to do some more research on on this before we. <laughs> at this point, all we know is we know where to how to create one and how to, create and how one, to put it one. And and what stuff it's allowed to let you put in it. That's right. The how, it work, how it works yeah. is all voodoo. That's right. It's all voodoo math from there. So, all right. So other types of scannable codes that you can have is an Aztec code. Yeah, Aztec code. Interesting. Um, Aztec code. Oh, Aztec barcode. Okay, that comes up. Yeah. So oh it, yeah 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 okay, let me show that too because that's it look if it it looks kind of odd it looks like a QR code that got cut off right in like the bottom third right yes that makes perfect sense now that's an Aztec I didn't I, now when you see right. one you 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 know it when you see it but I'm showing it on the screen right now for people if they want to come watch the video part but. It makes sense. It's sort of the, it's kind of like a QR code, but it's like a mishmash of a QR code. It's like right. a one-eyed a one -eyed QR code. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so now, that, now I, I can't unsee a temple looking at it. I know. That's because it's Aztec. Um. <laughs> The character set for this one is alphanumeric, right? So uh, all all alphabet letters and all numbers. And then the links are variable, um, though what I did find for this is that um, typically they max out at 3,823 characters. 
I'm not oh, sure. Wow, okay. I'm not sure why the odd number for that. Um, but three thousand eight hundred and twenty-three characters. Try to make it a short novel. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next one is um, Data Matrix. A, yeah, Data Matrix. Tom, you want to? I, I don't what know. That one looks like. Gary, can you bring up a Data yep. Matrix one? I'm pulling one up now. Um, this one has a character set of ASCII and then 1 through 255. It also has a variable length. Um, but it does say that it maxes out at um, 3,116 characters. So, yeah. Hmm. This is one, where have I seen this? This is on like UPS stuff. Yeah, where, because it's the ones with the solid um, left hand bar and bottom one. Right. So the, the, yeah. 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 It's got, so the, it's got that solid, it's got a solid bar on the left hand and then across the bottom, it's got a solid black bar. And so that's the difference between that data matrix and a uh, QR code. Looks like it's being used in. Huh. Okay. Wait, 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 go, go up a little bit. What is up one more row? Look at that. It looks like Braille. It looks like oh, it's like engraved that. engraved in a piece of metal. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's kind of cool. cool. Now, if you look at the image that's on the far right, yes, it's got those four codes. These four, uh-huh. Right. The one that's got the that you're hovering over there that's got the yellow, green, yeah, black. But, that is that's the um, Microsoft tag code. Oh, gotcha. That, old, that's yeah. not used anymore. Right. Right. Kind of cool though, all the bunch of triangles. It's kind of a yeah, kind of that's yeah, there. that's yeah, that's a tag one there. Yeah. yeah. So that's, thought, uh, if you, if we printed one of these up with a three D printer, like that one that was on there, that made out of looked like it's made of metal. Yeah. Would that go on our show or would it go on Gadget Talk? <laughs> we can claim anything we want. Yeah, it doesn't have to go to those guys. Whatever that yeah. other show is, I forget. But that, would, that would be kind of cool. Print one of the. I wonder. You'd, yeah, I like it. You'd, you'd have to paint it to make it work, but that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But you have to be able to scan it, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's the issue. So print it in white and then just dip it in black to get what you need to be black. Yeah. Uh, social media manager man says done a UV QR code or data matrix code. That would be kind of, I mean, a UV man, that would be, I mean, you'd have to have a reader read it though. Right. I mean, no, you know, you shine a UV light on it and then read it and then read it. But yeah. still, I mean, Oh, I guess you'd have to try it. I mean, why not give it a shot? Let's see what happens. Yeah, really? Um, how would you print, how would you print it though? Well, that, you could. That's that's where I don't know, but you know, could you print it, cut out the pieces that you need with a exacto knife, and then rub a UV <laughs> pen over it 
and that which leaves the UV in the right spot. Boy, I don't know. That's a I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, so there's so. some people who have UV ink that can print on vinyl stickers. Yeah. Um, similar to the the M worded game that we were yes. talking about earlier. Yeah, whatever so that thing is. I I don't I would venture to say that if we wanted to go that route, we'd probably need to talk to somebody who does vinyl printing and mm -hmm. see if they can print a QR code with ultraviolet ink on a on a on a sticker. Right. Right. And then you can kind of and then you just have to test it to see does the UV ink wear off over time? How easy does it scan? Is it scannable? Or is um, it scannable? Yeah. But it'd be um it'd be it'd be kind of neat to try. I I'd be willing to try and find somebody here in the Phoenix area that does vinyl yeah. printing because trust me, you see them on the back of everybody's windshield oh, or rear, rear window here right. has a message about something. <laughs> so there's got to be somebody local here making a killing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Karen was asking a good question. I know how to create a QR code, but how do you put it in the adventure lab when creating it? One of the things uh and I'm not sure this is, I'm answering your question exactly correctly, but I have seen Adventure Lab uh, stops. What do you call them? What, the individual stages? Yeah, stages. So um, I have seen where um, when you get to a stage, there's a QR code. You scan it. It brings up a YouTube video, and then you watch the YouTube video, and it will give yeah. you the information that would help you then to, to answer the question for the adventure lab. Yeah, there's, um, or if there's you want a, to act as actual part, part of the lab, when you create the QR code, don't, doesn't it save it as a JPEG? And then you can put it in, you in can the put a QR code in the actual lab. Yeah. Because you're allowed to insert an image into the text there you field. Go. Yeah. So there's a there's a place in the Adventure Lab Builder for you to input a yeah. picture, and if you save it as a MP uh, PNG or a JPEG, then you can upload it as a, a image right then. There so, you go. There's that. Yeah. There's there's that option would be better probably. All right, Tom. This is going to be a question for you. This next one that we're going to look at is the PDF four seventeen. And Gary had one of those up there. I saw one on the thing. I'll bring so, it up while you're discussing. All right. So it says that it has a character set of ASCII 0 through 255 and then 0 through 9. Yeah. So what, is, what is the I, differentiation there? I don't know because I didn't put that part. <laughs> because because <laughs> ASCII would handle all the numbers. Yeah. So I've that data came from the barcode generator website because it tells you on the barcode generator where you know how what you can put in and, and what you can't um so, so pdf 417 right is that what we're talking about yeah yeah there it was start one over yep yep it looks like a qr code that's been cut off because right. it's rectangular in shape instead of square we zoomed in there you go um, and then this one has a 
character length that you can build a code out of that is 2,710 characters long. So I don't know why some of these are more than others, except for the UPC code. I kind of get that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Size, so, size of the squares, I'm just gotta... I guess so. Um, hmm. And then there's the Microsoft tag, which we have talked about. Yeah. Um, somebody wrote in the show notes that they saw geocachers attempt to use this, but Microsoft dropped support years ago. Yeah. Jeff, that was, that. yeah, I, I that part I did right because I remember doing one because I think it was a cool looking. I don't remember what the puzzle was about. I just remember that being what you had to scan, and it was a little bit. You know, it took me a while to figure out what it was, but kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, what do you do with all these now that you got them? What do you do with them? Um, We'll show a couple of different examples, um, but there's some QR codes up in Alaska that I did where they just put the QR code straight up <laughs> right on the cache page. Oh, okay. No big deal. And right. then you scanned it with your phone, you went out and found it. I've seen um, some of those, right? Um, visiting Vet Tech had some that she printed off, um, and you had to get to Ground Zero, and there was a sticker or a laminated... Um, card mm-hmm. there with a QR code on it that you had to scan for her smartphone uh, series that she had. So there's um, some of those ways is a good way to to use these. You can put them on your cache page or you can make them like a high tech um, multi cache um, that yeah. utilizes QR codes and whatnot. Um, me answer this part real quick if on what program works so for the phone i mean literally you go to the app start app stores and you search barcode reader you're you're going to find multiple ones so there, there's a, a yeah. plethora of them out there and then if you're doing it on your computer at home just search online barcode reader and there's plenty of them online too mm-hmm. that you don't even have to download a program you just upload the picture or Send the code, the um, web address for it, and it'll it'll tell you what it says. One thing too, I didn't even know till recently. Somebody mentioned, I think Jesse mentioned to me one day, was because I always try to use the QR reader, which usually works for me, but not working tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, something I didn't even realize, and you learn something. You always learn something new about iPhones, but uh, just use your camera on your phone on your if you have an iPhone. I, I'm not sure. Android probably does the same thing. My guess is they would do the same thing. Just use your camera and you just point your camera. You don't take a pic, you don't have to take a picture, but just point your 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 camera yep. of your phone at a, a QR reader, for example, QR code, it'll it'll read it. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, so they're coming up with um yep, it yep. It it did that for me for this one. Let me let me try the other barcode and see if it comes up. You know, after that. COVID, COVID, we all all know how to use the barcode stuff because <laughs> the restaurant you go to, they don't give you a menu. It's right. It's There's scan, little stickers. Scan, scan the sticker on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so yeah, so interesting.
it's finding we're all we're not speaking right now because we're trying different codes on the screen it found the ones on here the that are, i've got pulled up it finds some of them you don't have but, one pulled on the screen so what but you not got? others it's that's interesting channel code gosh there's a, there's a billion types micro uh, pdf tom did you write the seven segment display i did i did so you got all these scan uh, codes i mean you guessed right you got one right the the obvious thing that you could do is just have have coordinates in the in the thing you know um Mm-hmm. If you did the QR code, you just put the coordinates there and you're done with it. And that, the first one I found, I think that's all it had. It was either that or projection, but I think it had coordinates. Um, and with that, with the barcode one, I thought that you had, I thought, man, is, what if you just put the coordinates in a different system? Right. You know, like the 30... 36 point blah 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 and 98 yeah where the barcode really doesn't have anything to do with it just the numbers that are below it oh that, that's a twist <laughs> you know, yeah the, the answer sitting there right there in front of you just in a different format I like so, that. But, but getting beyond that um the very first thing I thought of is because one of one of the barcode and our QR code ones around me here has, and I should have put it in the show notes. I just couldn't remember where it's at. I had multiple barcodes laid out in different things, and you know, some mm-hmm. of them told one of them told you the north, and one told you the west, and one told you a hint, and the other told you like keep looking or some you know some kind of baloney, but they all had something. Yeah, and they were twisted in different sizes, so that was, it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's uh, a neat idea. So I thought, well, how can what else could you do with this? And I, I remember the seven segment display. You know, that's like for your alarm, old alarm clocks. Yes. So if you had if you laid out a seven QR codes represent one number and then you could have you know the bar going across or a bar up and down or have it blank and you could you could then somebody would have to figure out okay that's it you know why am i scanning this and this is blank and this has a bar this way and this other bar that way. sooner or later it might click to draw out what all those do and you could have the numbers that way now to show what a seven second display looked like too. So people, people who had those type of um, alarm clocks back way back in the day, right? Way, yeah. way back. Way back. You got the um, or the old calculators like the TI three or four or something. Whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so it's um, there's segments. And like you said, you can make it because uh, a segment, these segments were used. Um, Phil saying that was just mean. But it, <laughs> hey, I, ha- I had one. I can- I'm trying to remember the number. Was it a 29? The, the, hey. Gary, the ones when we had when we were in high school and it was, yeah. and it had the red LED stuff. And I mean, yes. What? And speaking of TI, 
there is a new trackable promotion going on right now. That's true. Headquarters has not given away any trackables just yet. But if you go to the geocaching.com website, you can enter yourself for a chance to win a limited edition Texas Instruments trackable U.S. patrons only. Exactly. That was perfect. Good commercial reader there. I entered. I entered. <laughs> but uh, yeah, engineer forty two says segment seven segment display sections have a standard identification using letters A B C etc. You could use those letters in your code. Yeah, that's yep. a good idea too. Um, oh, Jeff, uh, cash the line puzzle idea. I've used to make word search is a Q, is QR code vowels consonants white black squares. I like that. Could be interesting. And Pizza Ninja says he once thought about making a QR code patience cache, where there are a hundred QR codes, and one gives the cords, and the rest give funny videos and pics. <laughs> oh man, I would love that. That, that. That's not a patience thing for some of us, man. If if you had jokes or something on it i'd be reading them all yeah you know the the caches where people put about a bazillion easter eggs in them and me and a buddy came across one of those and yeah halfway through it we found a log but we kept opening them all because they all had funny sayings and we had to read them all we wanted to read them all so that's funny yeah i did one like that was called the joker and it didn't have a hundred but it had you know 20 or so uh, things that the Joker has said on various movies and comic books. And then one was the log, but yeah, that was kind of the, that was sort of the, the thing for that. So that was kind of a neat idea. Well, those could, what we're talking about there in the seven segment thing, what I wrote in the rest of the notes really kind of go together. So it would require a lot of patience by the CEO setting the thing up because that's a whole lot of QR codes to deal with. And if you're doing the seven segment thing and you're making it, you know, one here and one here and here and here, you know, right. Like the seven segment thing. That's, that, that's some, that's some serious coding, but, and then on the scanning side, well then that's a lot of patience by the geocacher. So, yep. We got some other, um, GC codes in the notes, but they're, Kind of variations on the same theme, I think. I don't know. The one I've got in there, it just made the QR code a puzzle. So you had to you had to weave the puzzle back together. And when you weaved it back together, it produced a QR code, which you could, you know. So it's kind of a, like I said, sort of a variation on the same theme. But it's an interesting idea to kind of add a twist. I think that'd be, man, that'd be fun doing videos, though. Yep. Tell a lot. Tell man, I'm gonna keep that in mind. I I like that. <laughs> I might do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, you could have each one the code or codes give a question with the answers being numbers. I like it. You could have questions that give answers for certitude. I mean, that's yeah. That the one that. I, you know, that's, that's pretty standard kind of stuff there. But that's pretty good to do, though, because th- th- we've talked about before, and we'll, we'll probably refer to it in other ways, but, you know, we kind of forget sometimes you can 
make some twists to your puzzle cache by using certitude to augment what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one to make, you know, good one to use for your. This one I thought kind of mean, and, it, and it's kind of a, I have a puzzle that does something like this where, where one of my puzzles has multiple coordinates on the page, but only one of them's right. Oh, gotcha. But it doesn't fit this description. They're all, they're all kind of possible. So this one is a multiple chords with the coordinates, but only one set of coordinates would meet the guidelines. The others are either too far, they're at a school, they're in a prison, they're in a military base. Maybe they're on railroad tracks. I'm always worried about making. <laughs> you, you, you're supposed to know better, but people don't always know better. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand the. Well, that's true. I do have one puzzle that has coordinates that on runways. And even though I say don't go there. Don't go I there. Say, well, am I supposed to get there? Well, you're yeah. not unless you want to go to jail or get smushed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I had that same argument with a reviewer that um, where I had I had listed several caches, puzzle caches that put you the icon on the map was like in the high school football field, right? right. With and I put in the first line of the text was "Don't go to the given posted coordinates," <laughs> right? Phil says, "Always um, go straight to the railroad tracks." Yeah, that's not that's not what you're supposed to do. Um, I, hear, but, I hear the train are coming. <laughs> you know the yeah, the reviewer came back and told me, said, "Nope, you got you got to move the icon on the map." And I was like, "But you've, I, you know." But I I was in the what I was actually doing was one by one posting these geocaches that were gonna make a smiley face, right? Um, you know. And doing them just kind of one by one haphazardly. And uh, I was like, but you've already published five other caches on school property for me. And he's like, uh, not anymore. I'm not. Yeah. You know? So I, you know, you make sure that you run that past your reviewer. When I talked to your uh, reviewer that lives out in West Texas about yeah. that, he said the same thing. He said, yep, they're, they're, getting pretty good about building those maps that have all of the schools identified on them and oh, they won't, right. and they won't let you put even a puzzle cache an icon that right you know like a you, virtual stage or something yeah you can't put it over school property um at least that reviewer in west texas won't let you the reviewer for colorado and new mexico won't i have a feeling after a long conversation <laughs> at a recent event cache with one of my Arizona reviewers, you're probably not going to get it published here in Arizona like that nope. either. So run it past your reviewer before you start putting it in restricted areas Yes, um, for an icon. But if you put the red herring to a puzzle in a QR code, like Tom was saying like that, mm -hmm. you might get, you might get away with it. I'd still run it past my reviewer first. Yeah. So is it yeah, no. just the schools or are they doing all this stuff? Because like I have a couple of puzzles that show they're in the middle of the highway. I don't think the highway was an issue. Road intersections weren't an issue when I asked. Um, but you couldn't put one like I had one at the public high school in town. 
No, no. not anymore. So makes I, 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 I can kind of get, I kind of get that. I mean, I, I see that. What he told me to do was he's like, Hey, there's a river running right through town. Why don't you just put your coordinates right in the middle of the river? But like, it's kind of yeah, hard to make us kind of hard <laughs> to make a straight smiley face though. He's, yeah. got a crooked, he's got a crooked smile. Crooked smile. Yeah, that's it. So, um, just, uh, oh, you ain't gonna see that. Yep. So he's, he's watching, he's listening and, li and watching. Yeah. Yeah. As long as. Dang it. We're both pushing. Click it. You do it. As long as your regional wiki is up to date. Yes. Um, which then, I'm sure Arizona then, is. Then this, your regional wiki pages are a phenomenal resource for all things geocaching. If you've got a, um, if you've got a uh, regional wiki that may not be as up to date as you would like it to be, eh, probably not going to be a great that. resource. Yeah. yeah. Can you just bribe a reviewer in another area to publish your cache? Ooh. Well, you can. You can. The Arizona one might take bribes. I don't know. But we don't um, we don't want to mention you know anything like that. According to some of the reviewers that are that are lackeys as well, that they're like, yeah, I don't have a set place that I review. I just you know wherever needs some attention, you know, right? You know, Keystone will sit there and review all over the place. You well, you yeah. see caches from published by him all over the U.S. and you're just like. Hmm. So, is he my reviewer? Is he not? <laughs> um, you, you generally speaking, have dedicated reviewers that are given a section of land that they are responsible for. Yeah. Um, but nothing, nothing says that you know. Ignotus Everell can't come in and publish right. a cache in Southern California. Yes. Thank you, reviewers, for all your hard work. We can't say enough good things about our reviewers. Um, I do I, know I would that say all reviewers are dedicated. Yeah. They're wonderful. Love all our reviewers. And I do know that, like you said, they will they'll back each other up. They'll back up each other if they need to. I know yeah. that Revan sometimes gets he's either busy or he's doing something else. And Vertigost will do stuff here in Texas for an area that typically Revan would do, I know that he'll he has sort of a backup reviewer that just in case he's not around, yeah, to help out. So, all right, so we're ready for this. I know you're getting ready for that. I found something Which, fascinating. I want to show real quick. Ah, go ahead. It's one of our. Uh, <gasps> uh, That's uh, on the fantastic logbook. Yeah, I have a sponsor, so I don't know if people can can read can can do the. Tell me if you guys can scan this. Oh, hold it still. Hold it still. And, if, and I got it upside uh, down. Can you scan it upside down? Yeah, it won't matter. It shouldn't matter. No. I'll flip it around oh, so people I, can read it. I scanned it. I did scan it. Oh, it takes me to logwork.com. Logwork.com. One of our, there you go. One of our fabulous sponsors. It. Yeah, so that's great. Wouldn't you rather be geocaching than doing cache maintenance? Yes. That's right. The creators of the fantastic logbook. The fantastic logbook. There it is. 
So thank you, Logwork, for your sponsorship, and thank you for putting a QR code on there just for the fun of it. It's scanned. Oh, it's scanned all the way. Can you tell me that it's scanned all the way in Australia? All How the does way. that work? But that was after you turned it upside down. Oh, that's when I turned it upside down. He was able to read it. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. People are saying they work. So thanks. Karen did it and Phil did it. Awesome. Yeah, let's get to let's go. Let's get to the one All of right. one of two. Correct. So this is gonna be the barcode. So we're gonna flash it up on the screen. You've got to scan it. It's going to give you a set of coordinates. You've got to punch those coordinates in and you got to tell me what is at those coordinates. So um, get ready. It there. I, I will tell you it is not in America. All right. You ready? Here we go. There it is. There it is. The time is a clicking for That's the audio it. listeners to. I got it. You can't. Okay. You're not. You're not it, eligible. It, it, it's a polar bear, right? No, it's not a polar bear. Oh, hold on. turn it that way. It's a penguin. So people are working <laughs> on it. People are working oh. on it, and while they do that, that's fine. Um, yep, they're working on. Um. There, there are plenty of ways for you to get some of this stuff into um, geocaches. Is that the right answer? No. No. Um, you need yeah. the, there's a, there is a statue at the given coordinates in the QR code. I need, what is that statue? Oh, oh we got it. Darren got it. Darren got it. That is correct. Little Mermaid. Nice, Darren. Was and she wearing a, wearing a polar bear costume? I think she's wearing a set of seashells. Oh. Yes. No lie. Um, you will, by the way, all listeners can, uh, we are going to give you the information at the end of the show so that everybody can, so because we want to include audio listeners too. So um, stay tuned to the end. We'll give you information on how you can win the other coin, coin two of two. That's right. For the audio listeners, because we we love our, we absolutely love our audio listeners. Yes. And um, at one of the recent mega events was uh, I was talking to one of our audio listeners for the Puzzle Talk podcast, whose daily job is a mail carrier. For, oh, the US, for the USPS. And he listens to the show while he's walking and giving out mail. Nice. And so um, what we're going to do is give away a, another coin to mm -hmm. audio listeners. And so you'll have to email in an answer and you will yeah. need to do it by, let me find my mouse here. You will need to do it by Friday the 11th at midnight, you need to have an answer emailed to Geo, what, Puzzle Talk Podcast. Yeah, Puzzle Talk Podcast. Puzzle okay. Talk Podcast 
at gmail.com. I will bring it up so you everyone can see that too. Isn't that the same place that you submit show ideas? That's yes. right. If you, if you would like to submit a show idea, fascinating. Tom, Tom, tell them where they can do that at. I think you can do it at puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. Puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can submit ideas for shows. If you've been struggling with a puzzle and, or you think that you have found a really stellar puzzle that you think would make a good topic for a show. We're always up for suggestions. So please submit ideas for future shows um, to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. And if you attach a $20 bill to that email, we might even have you on the show. <laughs> Lord, we're fishing that. that email. $20 to that email. Okay. I'm going to go and link that email to my PayPal account real quick. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, and don't forget to check out Puzzle Talk Podcast at Instagram. That's right. Where Charles is posting all sorts of cool stuff. You're all... not posting any of those hurt people's eyes pictures, are you? No. Okay. Perfect. That's that's a different website. Yeah, we don't want that. Puzzle Talk Podcast at Instagram. But definitely send your emails to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. And next week we got another show next week. And in two weeks, it's an in-between week. Not gadget, because they, they're the week after that. That's right. They're and, the first and last. Yeah, first and last. And, and then, we're the second and third. So yep. when there's that weird fifth week in there, that fourth week. Fourth week of the fifth week of a five-week month. Patron yep. party. That's right. Oh, thank you. Yes. Smash the like button, too. There we go. Look at this. So Phil finally got it. He used an app called Neo Reader. Neo Reader. Okay, cool. That's good to Neo know. Neo Reader. So... Good to know. Yep. Um, yep. So Five week month. We'll do. Uh, we're doing a different kind of patron party. We've been doing Quiplash, but we've got a new game. We're not sure which one. We're gonna figure that out. But I've got a, I got a, a little grouping of potentials. It's gonna be a Jackbox game, which is for those that don't know. Um, when we do like, Jackbox like games, guy. what's that guy? Like this guy right here. He doesn't yep. know. Yeah, he doesn't know. Uh, yeah, he does. We've we've played Quiplash as a Jackbox game. Okay. The good thing about him is that uh, it includes everybody, so everybody gets to play, which is kind of a unique thing. So you know, three thousand people can play. If we had three thousand patrons, that'd be cool. But you can join us for just three dollars a month. That's right. There you go. All right, back to you. All right, so oh, hold on a minute. Let's 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 talk about something Gary just said there. Is there a way for people to say, "Hey, I was invited by so and so to become a patron"? And oh wow, that'd be cool. Maybe we yeah. reward somebody after so many invites or something. We gotta do that. We we'll have to. We'll figure out a. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. It's not. It's not a bad idea. It's like a referral program. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you get if you can bring in so many referrals, then we'll give you something. But but new referrals, like, you can't have yeah, twenty can, people yeah. quit the show and then bring them back. That doesn't work. We're we're on to your tricks, people. Yeah, we know that trick. <laughs> uh, smash the like button. Thank you, Karen, for following. Um, all that good stuff. I don't have the little thing there, so. Darren used a QR bot on iPhone. QR bot. Okay. There you go. There's another another resource. Nice. Um, all right. So here's the winding down the show. We're at the end of the show notes. So we're going to yep. tell you how you can get entered to win another cool blue coin. Too late. Right. Just kidding. Ah. Just kidding. Liam, man's got jokes. Um, he's got jokes. He's got jokes. So That's we, a very, very, very limited coin, isn't it? It, it, it is. is. They're, they're all sold out in the store, and so it's just the the you know handful that Tom, I, and and Gary may have floating around somewhere. I got a handful. That's all I got left. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm down to single digits in, in the ones that I have. Can I start selling them on eBay to make card payments? You can. Payments? CoinFest. Take them to CoinFest. Right. Sell them for T a couple thousand apiece. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this is how you get entered to with the audio listeners. So audio listeners, you need to send an email to puzzletalkpodcast at gmail.com. And in mm -hmm. the subject line, in the subject line, you need to have hashtag, right? So the pound symbol. Yep, hashtag, hashtag. And the first two words that were said during the show in the subject line, right? Yes. So in the subject line, it needs to be pound symbol or hashtag. And then the first two words that were said at the very, very beginning of the episode. So yes. if you were late and didn't get here in time uh, for the very beginning of the show, go back and watch it. If you uh, were listening and, and skipped over that, go back to the very beginning and, mm -hmm. and, and listen for that. The first two words. Um, and so hashtag those two words. Um, Put together. And then put all together. Words. So it should all be one word, like yep. dog house. Even right? though it was two words, right? Even don't though it was... in the Yeah. Don't post it in the uh, chat room because it won't do any good because you got to send it to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com because we're we're done. That's where we're gonna draw the winner from. Yeah, and two words, smash it together, put a hashtag in front of it, email yep. it to us, and we'll put you in for a chance to win one of the things and i'm so glad darren says he tried to order one last night got the other four but he missed out on the puzzle talk one so we're that glad that yeah that, that he got that off of the uh the barcode earlier so you gotta win um, got, congratulations got to him that's right darren send me a message with your um address again i'm sure i have it somewhere but uh just to double check and then i'll get this coin um out in the mail um, by the end of the week. Um, if Dire Wolf is in the house tonight, I have your coin in your 
year cool. premium membership. I'll get that out in the mail by the end of the week as well. Um, speaking of, of that, words, speaking awesome. of words, has, yeah, any, the, has anybody found the actual the, the act, not not that I'm aware of. No, Nobody has know. come forward. I know some people were working really diligently at it. Um, I hope they haven't tapered off. I haven't had um, any more um, emails about the uh, about it. But um, if, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, once we get to the end where somebody has claimed the actual container with one of our blue coins and one of my trackable tags in it, yep. then we'll go over um, the T-shirt puzzle and show you how to solve it. I will share my resource with how I created it. And then you will be able to put out a difficulty four and a half puzzle in your neck of the woods as well. Perfect. There we go. Is it in a location that may be cooler than Texas in the summer? Mm, never mm. know. Because what part of for Texas? those people listening, I don't know the answer to the puzzle. That's true. That, was, that wasn't shared with me. That wasn't shared with How me. How to solve either. it wasn't shared it. with me. I'm wearing the shirt with the buzz on the back, but it didn't, you know, didn't want me spilling the beans. That's right. No. Hey, um, that, that, that might be worth a road trip if it's cooler. <laughs> you it, never it, know. It, it will be cooler than where you are at in Texas. <laughs> Ooh, but it may not be in Texas. So there. There you go. And may, maybe the humidity might be a little lower. The humidity is definitely going to be lower. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, all right, guys, that's it. That's uh, it. Thanks. So if you solve that puzzle, send me the coordinates and I'll do a road trip. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Um, you can cut the coin in half and no, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. Yeah, so right down the middle. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get Pizza Ninja that we'll throw it in the air and he's just, like, just that's right. and cut it in half. That's right. So next week's Moga Mega Puzzles. Um, yep. If you've been following our Instagram, then you've seen some. If not, tune in to the show next week where we discuss the 10 puzzle caches that were created specifically for the Moga Mega event as part of the puzzle competition at that mega yes and get, perfect and get, your, and get your migas tacos so you can have a moga mega mega meal that's he's been practicing that he's been waiting wanting to do that just itching all see right all, see y'all next week good night hey, and, I even, and look i even told you the show would be an hour and a half and look at there perfect good night good night <laughs>